airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. There's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erina Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and we will get around to some of our listener calls in the last segment. Um, got a few stories that we want to piece together um, just to remind us that the war rages. Mm. <laughs> that <way. clears> that it's not peace <laughs> time. It's war time, right? Yeah. That, that there is a real struggle and on several different fronts. And so we'll take a look at it, of course, always looking at the um, spiritual implications right. that just kind of underpin the various things that are happening on the surface. There is a very real spiritual underpinning to all of this. Uh, first story I wanted to start off with is a story that you sent me that I thought was interesting, Will, because we were talking about this and, and we've been talking for a few weeks. Well, actually, we've been talking for a few years about the motives and the goals, the stated goals and objectives of the Black Lives Matter right. organization, that it is um, a front for what is clear. And I don't know, front may be being generous or willfully, <laughs> you know, ignorant. It's not a front. I mean, it, no, it is a political organization. It is a political machine that has a set of ideologies that are antithetical to American values, uh, certainly antithetical to Christian values. I mean, mm. without a doubt, mm -hmm. without a doubt, yeah. that's not even a question. Right. I feel like that should be the most glaring thing that people are able to take away from BLM when they peruse their website or they listen to the rhetoric or they see what is supported by this organization. And what yeah. we have said is that you cannot separate the goals and objectives from the phrase. There are many people who've tried to take the phrase and then there are the people who just have a little bit more time to invest that will take the phrase and go a step further and say, but all lives matter, you right, know? Right. And uh, if you're familiar with our program, we said all of it. No, we're done. We're done. We're out. Like we're not using it because what it is, is it's name recognition and it's branding. It's uh, it's indoctrinating people mm -hmm. and they don't even know that they're being indoctrinated. It is compelling them to a certain type of speech and whether they like it or realize it or not, it also subsequently compels them to a certain type of ideology, ideology. Yeah. Like you are, you are in agreement with it. That's right. you, you don't, you know, <laughs> you don't have to think that Kleenex, the brand is the best. You just need to always ask for Kleenex mm -hmm. wherever you are. You, you don't have to even really want that. You understand now we, <laughs> I mean, that's just good marketing, you, right? And, and here we have an organization that has attached itself to a sentiment that's right. that has caused great conflict among yeah. people. And people are like, man, I, I do care about black lives. And then there's the other question. We'll get to the story here, but let me just set it all up. Because there's the other question that we often get. And, and that question is, so if you don't support Black Lives Matter and you believe Black Lives Matter, what should you be doing? What organization should you be supporting? And so my question is, what were you doing before that to show that black lives that's matter? That's a good question. That's my, that's, <laughs> you know, like what, what yeah. were you doing? What measures, what steps were you taking before? Did you have any sort of biblical 
um, you know, foundation that you came to rest upon that was your sort of like, this is why I believe that we should not show partiality, hmm. right? Because if you had that before, then that's still sufficient. Right, but they didn't that's have still that sufficient. Before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it. This so, is it. Okay, right so here. so and so if you didn't if you didn't have that before, <laughs> if you didn't have that before, you need to get it. All right, you need to get a biblical foundation. Um, I'll tell you something else that was really interesting here. Um, I, I had a great conversation, and the question was raised in this conversation: um, What should white people do uh, when they see? Um, partiality on display like you know so and, and I'm actually black people should do correct correct we've actually received this question in um, message Facebook messenger mm-hmm. and um, where people are, are saying they've heard things in their different circles and the question is you know how do I deal with that when I don't want to align myself with a radical ideology I, I want to be able to 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 call that out so my question is this, and, 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 and I don't want this to sound like an oversimplification of dealing with sin, but really it is simple, right? Like if, yeah. if there is an issue, we apply the scriptures. So if you are in a situation where someone is boasting about an affair that they're having and you're all Christians, right? And you hear someone talking about an affair or talking about like, you know, mm-hmm. they're a liar. Mm-hmm. Do do you need to Google quickly an organization with which to affiliate before you can deal with that? Not at all. Like you don't need, <laughs> you don't need organizational backing to be able to work the scriptures. Like right. you're not going to be sitting there in a group and like, Ooh, um, liars anonymous. We need to, we need to get, <laughs> we need to get somebody on this. No, that's, that's sort of like the weaklings fallback. Yeah. Right. What would happen in a situation like that? And it becomes tense. Mm-hmm. It makes people uncomfortable. I've been in situations with other Christians where they're gossiping. <laughs> That's still sin, people. Yep. And, and let me tell you, when a person is gossiping and there is a Christian, well, who is bold enough to stand up and say, man, you know, gossips are actually listed among the homosexual offenders that we often like to point to when um, we are citing 1 Corinthians. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. So... This actually shows that there's no daylight between that and then something else that you might be decrying. We shouldn't be doing this. You know, it makes you uncomfortable. It makes the the rest of the people who are there uncomfortable. (laughs) But you know who's not uncomfortable? (laughs) Jesus Christ. He is glorified. Amen. So what am I saying? I'm saying if you find yourself in a situation where somebody is saying something that clearly is a display of partiality today we call it racism we shouldn't our brother abe unpacks this beautifully mm-hmm. we shouldn't christians should reject calling things racist we, sh- we should call it what the bible calls it a display of partiality as mm-hmm. will pointed out years ago so so what do you do in a situation like that you say man you know that's a display of partiality you know we all have a lens through which we filter things but can i show you a more excellent way mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe a few of us need to become like a Priscilla and Aquila and take people aside. You know, they're saying some things, but they're just kind of slightly off here. And you, and you need to take them aside and say, hey, listen, and this is not a call to embarrass people. But what if it's just a call to get back to the basics of the Bible where we, you know, apply it? Yeah. Yeah. That would revolutionize the way we interact with one another. That would change body life. I'm talking about the body of Christ. That would strengthen body life. 
You know what it would also show? It would show to a world that we're not hypocritical in that we pick and choose which sins we want to attack, <laughs> what we want to go after. No, we're consistent across the board. So the same Miki who says that Christians need to <laughs> resist the call and the peer pressure to chant Black Lives Matter because it is a political ideology mm-hmm. that is antithetical to the faith is the same Miki that says Christians need to resist. Oh, this is just my heritage. So I'm just I'm in love with this and I'm in love with that. And I can't I can't I can't give this up. Mm. I'm going to look in the opposite direction that this portion of my heritage may be rooted in hate <laughs> and, and rooted in an oh, aspect no, no. that that uh, called into question the humanity of a person made in God's image. Yeah. Even even inadvertently acknowledging that there would have been subsequent subsequent days of creation for different people like this. Come on, man. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what if we just apply the Bible? Yeah. Across the board. No Across par- the board. No partiality. <laughs> no partiality. Then we just have a consistent message. Yeah. That means that in my circle of friends, that means that in my in my in my family, let me say it that way, right? Because my circle of friends is diverse. Holla at me. I don't I mean I <laughs> I can't imagine not having, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. I'll just say that. So let me say it this way. If you're in a setting, if you're in a situation where somebody says something, we don't need today's vernacular to be able to quote unquote, call it out. We've already received a biblical mandate, right? We don't need someone to be able to hide behind today's modern phrases and modern terms and all of these things so that they feel empowered to speak up and to speak out. The Bible has always been sufficient. And when we're clearly talking about areas of sin, we have to deal with those things like they're areas of sin. Yeah. Now, all of that is just kind of the setup for this story here, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think increasingly we're going to see this kind of thing happening. Um, we've already kind of explored this, you know, is even controversial now that you have people who refuse to take a knee, um, I guess, in worship of this ideology. That's what it's become. Mm-hmm. That's what it's become. It's turned into everyone who is willing to bow to to be fit for, you know, free removal about the country, right, or about the culture today. That's that's what it has boiled down 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 to. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the story. Here's the story. Um, the headline is this: Black families face calls to pull their kids from school that said BLM doesn't align with biblical views. So you got a Christian school, (laughs) a Christian high school that publicly said Mm -hmm. that the school does not support BLM because it does not align with biblical views. All right. Amen. That's not controversial. (laughs) (laughs) If, if ever, man, I feel like I should go into like a little, a little, a little bit of the Wizard of Oz. If ever there was some facts, there was. <laughs> Those are facts because, because, because there's facts. Because it's all over their website. You know, I mean, that's their, their expressed stated goals are antithetical. They're anti-biblical. They're antithetical to the faith and anti-biblical. There's not even a question. Not like, at all. You see how I don't have print. to be uncomfortable? It's in both. I mean, just go to the website. <laughs> I think the I think the school even said at the on, about man. us page like they give the information <laughs> like, you know the 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 um the school we're gonna get into the, this Lutheran school in Milwaukee actually gives the zip code and address for BLM they're like this is their house this is where they live go over there and you can see <laughs> you can see what they're all about <laughs> they give they give a forwarding address man. this is where the information is available this should not be a question 
But we're going to take this a step further because the person who is calling for black parents to pull their kids from this school basically is sort of like a like a, a, a black boycott of the school because the school says that BLM stated goals. <laughs> oh, goodness. Are anti-biblical. It's not a lie. Not an exaggeration. But I, I went to check her Facebook page to see what she was about. I just like to, I, you know, whenever people, <laughs> you know, and and it's it's classic. What's it's she, classic. What's she, what's it's what's she what about? You, well, she's a minister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said you want to go uh, I, in the, I the thick of it. I do. Let's, I mean, it's Monday. Let's come off the top rope because we, you know, I mean, may as well. What, what, why do you need a build up? Yeah, wait till Wednesday to get to this story. Into the thick of it. Let's just go into the thick of it right now. Um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get more into that. Here's the story. <laughs> here's, here's the story. Um, the parent of a former Milwaukee Lutheran High School student. Now, this woman, by the way, has no kids at the high school. And if I could j- just jump to the end of the story from the beginning, let me also say that she actually said that her child had a wonderful experience at the high school. So I don't okay. have any personal beef against All the right. high school, nor do I still have a kid there. But I'm still coming. I'm still, I still got <laughs> something to say about this, okay? So here we go. The parent of a former Milwaukee Lutheran High School student is calling on all black families um, to enroll their children elsewhere after the school posted a statement on Facebook last week that said it does not support the Black Lives Matter organization. The school said there was, quote, a very important distinction between the organization and the Black Lives Matter movement. (laughs) I would go a little bit further than that. The school, I mean, I understand they have to, you know, they probably have somebody, you know, taking notes you know, and they're ready to receive. Here's the dictation. Okay. Oh distinction between, okay, got it, sir. Yes. Uh, that, that actually is not accurate. There's, there's, there's not any distinction to be made between the BLM movement and mm-hmm. the organization. Mm-hmm. The movement is the outflow of the organization and the movement but reflects you know, the core values and convictions of the organization. They got to say that though, cause they're trying to stay, I know, you know, I know, I know a little safe. I mean, you know, they're trying to, it's like trying to trying to take gum out of your mouth. It gets stuck to your fingers. It just keeps rolling around from <laughs> finger to finger. And you're trying to, you know, the only way out of it is just to yank it off. <laughs> just be done. Yeah. You can't just pull it softly from finger to <laughs> It's all the same thing. <laughs> all right. We got to grab the break. We're not done. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. It's Monday, but hey, I mean, we're all here, so we may as well. Stay close. on American Family Radio. We really do appreciate you listening. I'm Notable Exception. <laughs> and I'm Will. And that's like Jennifer Meckle with Great God. <laughs> and uh, Sherry V is over in Studio CC. 
That's it's funny. Monday. I figure, you know, look, I had a rough weekend and it's Monday. And so I, I'm not feeling especially generous, right? Like I'm not feeling <laughs> like we need to try to give a bunch of disclaimers. Anyway, want to ease um, on into Monday? No, I don't. I don't. I just, you know, <laughs> I feel I feel like we got to, you know, go ahead and, 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 and do what we need to do on Monday. Uh, maybe Wednesday we'll we'll kind of slow down a little bit. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about TikTok. We, oh. Remember how we kind of talked about this? Mention we need yes. to we're going to kind of drill down on this. Man. Um, but we're going to bring we have a guest on joining us tomorrow. High profile guest join us tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to talk about TikTok <laughs> and what 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 is uh, what you need to know about TikTok. We've already kind of mentioned it a little bit, but tomorrow's focus will be TikTok, and mm. and hopefully you'll listen. Um, if you want to do one of those passive aggressive things where just, oh, tune in with your teenager. Oh, goodness. Look what uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're Meeky. just uh, talking about TikTok. <laughs> Turn Crocker. it up, everyone. Be quiet. Petty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's the day that you'll do that. Tomorrow's the day you accidentally listen with a teenager mm. or a middle schooler. Because because I, I want to say 13, 14 year olds or yeah, and on younger, up. Probably younger than that. Are on but, TikTok. Hey. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Younger. <laughs> we we know younger. Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We do appreciate you listening. Yes. Black families face calls to pull their kids from school. Um, the high school, the Lutheran high school that said that Black Lives Matter uh, doesn't align with biblical views. Those are facts. Look, I think that's, that's a reason just, that you should send your child to that school. <laughs> they like they're they're standing against that. You would think that'd be a plus. You know, that they like, would what? be trying to stay close to biblical values, biblical truths. You would think that that would be a plus. But here now they've come under attack um, from a former parent. This person does not currently have kids enrolled in the school. <laughs> when her kid was enrolled in the school, she had no complaints. Kid had so a great I mean, experience. Like, what's she talking about then? Like, it's it's political. Yeah, see, it's political, right? It's political. It's over so for you. the school says like you need to. Move <laughs> I mean, on. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Uncle Rico. You always could have taken Man. state. Just right around the. It just you know, I could have taken. I could have took state. Uh, anyway, the school said that there there's a very important distinction between the organization and the Black Lives Matter movement. I call foul on that one. That's not exactly true, <laughs> but I respect what you're trying to do. They have to say. Like it. I think that's great. I I, I like what you're trying to do, but they're bold, but not that bold. Not yet. You know, <laughs> they're growing in their boldness. We're not that kind of bold, right, right? Right. We're not that. And which, and let me say this too, because to, to be fair, to be fair, I think that there are not many people who have really kind of drilled down deep enough to make the connections that will give them that emphatic response. I don't know, but if they made the connection that, look, we don't rock with them because mm -hmm. of what they have on their site, I think they yeah. drilled down pretty deep. No, and, and you're right. But now here's my question. Okay, so I would say, yes, that is fair enough. But don't you think that there's a different type of rig that is needed for the <laughs> drilling that would take place to say, I'm not even going to legitimize the organization? I think that's a different, I don't know. It's like, you know, you look at that, Dennis, me, that's a different drill. I don't know. To me, it sounds like they're not legitimizing the organization. They're like, no, we're not, yeah. you know. But, the, you know, so I, I feel like, I just feel like they didn't take that step because, you know, it's kind of. Those waters, those waters tepid. get deep. You want to be tepid. You don't <laughs> those wanna, waters you don't get just, pretty deep. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. all right. You don't want to, you don't want to come off the top rope yeah. with this. This is what they said though. And then mm -hmm. you can tell me if you, if you, you know, maintain your position here. They <laughs> okay. said, we fully support. They said, we fully, this is a school, uh, the Milwaukee Lutheran high school said, um, we fully support black lives, black families, and all of our students mm -hmm. as, as we are all children of God. 
we do not support the beliefs of the organization called Black Lives Matter. Mm hmm. As the founding principles, I'm sorry, as their founding principles and their beliefs are outlined in the about us section of their website, do not align with biblical views. No, that's bold. Now, that's bold. Okay. Because I was going to say, because when they no, say that, I think what they're trying to say is that we are not, quote unquote, anti-black. Right. Because Black Lives Matter has done a masterful job right. of making Opinion any of, opposition in the corner and saying, yeah. anti-black. Right. You don't like black people right. if you right. stand against no, them. No, this, that look. This statement from the school is 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 bold. It's solid. Yes. Because because remember, they have done they have done tremendous PR. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they have oh goodness, they have brand loyalty. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like people will only mm. support them. Right. Because they have become synonymous with care for black lives when really it's way more sinister than that. This school goes on uh, in its statement on its Facebook page. The Black Lives Matter organization says on its website it believes in, quote, an inclusive and spacious movement and supports, among others, black, queer and trans folks, disabled folks, undocumented folks, folks with records, women and all black lives along the gender spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The organization's <laughs> website also says its founders are guided by the fact that all black lives matter, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs or disbeliefs, immigration status or location. I mean, they're Marxist. Right. Right. That's trained that's Marxist. why, yeah. you know, un, yes, unapologetically trained right. Marxist. Right. The school went on. And said in its Facebook post that the organization and others have taken the Black Lives Matter phrase and turned it into a rallying cry. They're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a political no position. Lies detected. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. I look at this and I go, this is good. But there is a woman named Venice Williams. Minister. Venice Williams, um, a minister and uh, executive director of Alice's Garden Urban Farm in Milwaukee. And also, I, I went to her Facebook page, and it says that she's a minister at quote the table, which is and and their their um their well, yes, okay. their tagline is first century church in the twenty first century. Mm, sound like a good church to try to. It really actually does, Man. except for when you know you start to read, <laughs> you start to read some of the position yeah. that Miss Williams has yeah. on issues. They're not biblical. So I'm going to say that's not first century depiction. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to put a flag on that one. Like that's not, (laughs) you know, I hate to keep blowing the whistle when she's trying to talk, but that's not, (laughs) that's not first century church. That's not. Um, Anyway, Mm -hmm. in a separate Facebook post of her own, Mm -hmm. she encouraged families to reconsider their children's enrollment. Um, She, her youngest child recently graduated from the school And um, she said, you know, while she doesn't have kids at the school currently, if she did, she would pull them out. Yeah. I think it's also interesting to note that she had a great experience when her kid was there. Right. So this is not about, watch, systemic racism. (laughs) It's not. It's not about the school taking a position that, oh, it finally reveals what they, you know. No, it's about the school standing against this political ideology and it being seen as something that is, quote unquote, anti-black. That's where you are. 
here is the post that she wrote. And, 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 you know, tell me what you think about okay. this. You know, you know how I am. <laughs> Rain me back in if I've, I've gone too far. But here's what she wrote um, as it pertains to the uh, Lutheran high school and okay. their position. Right. She said what the youth men, women of the Black Lives Matter movement have been making clear from the start is no different than what I am saying and have been saying for what feels like forever. Not a portion of our black lives matter. Then she goes on. My transgender black life matters. My lesbian black life matters. Mm -hmm. My queer black life matters. My Buddhist black life matters. My My Islamic black life matters. My Jewish black life matters. My Baha'i black life matters. My entire black life matters. No one can choose what part of our black lives matter and the, and she put in quotes, other parts we need to be silent about or check at the door before entering, watch this, or be cleansed from. Or be cleansed from? So you see how that's not first century church in 21st century? (laughs) No, that's (laughs) not. Like America, like, I mean, that's, it's not. She says, no religion, no school, no politician, no leader. I should not have to say it for you to receive it. Hear it clearly and receive it from the leaders of the movement. Um, I like this last hashtag. She had a few um, hashtags. Um, Why is this not clear? Hashtag be comfortable with it. But this last one is my favorite. Hashtag God is working in you and on you. All right. Like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Did you just speak that? Like, is that (laughs) was that just declared by this Facebook post? But do you see how, you know, everyone who calls himself a minister, you know, of the gospel is not. Yeah. Yeah. And, And you can see how she knows exactly what this school is challenging and saying is anti-biblical. And she is saying, no, it is. It is all of the quote unquote presentations of black lives matter is what she is (laughs) suggesting. Now, look again, I believe that these are the kinds of things that we're going to see increase. I believe that these are the kinds of sentiments that if you are bold enough to stand up, and to express these things, you're going, you're, you're going to have to risk the label, mm-hmm. you know? And so this, this high school in Milwaukee is going to have to take the risk. They're going to have to decide whether or not they want to wear the label, you know? So yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, am I, your thought, your thought. I was going to say, I, I think they had to um, really know what they, where they stood on this to, to make the statement that they made. So I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that they considered you know, the blowback or being labeled. So, you yeah. know, man, I, I'm glad that uh, there is a school that has made uh, this standard, this statement, you know, yeah. like that's good. You know, we need more people speaking out, say, hey, I'm a Christian. I don't stand with this because it's not biblical. It's not, you know, like just to be clear about it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I'm glad that this school uh, was clear about it. So yeah, kudos. I hope they. I hope they double down. I hope so I too. Hope, I hope they 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 don't. You know, because sometimes we need to support people like that. The, yeah, we should. You know? We absolutely should. The pressure can be so great. I That's think right. that you know, if if people don't have the kind of encouragement and support, and and the chief and first support, I would say is prayer support that right. we are interceding and saying, Lord, strengthen the body. You yeah. know, strengthen the bride that we can continue contending. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. You sent me this link last week, and um, when I looked at it, I was like, whoa. I was kind of embarrassed about it. Um, I didn't really understand what was going on, 
And of course, and there's more information that came out. Um, Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh. And the picture that he sent out of yes. himself on a yacht on yes. vacation yes. with his hand around his wife's assistant. It's his wife. No, no, no. Oh. No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> there was a possessive statement in that wife's <laughs> okay wife's his assistant. wife's assistant okay okay yeah right. very important yes that is yes. very important okay <laughs> like and and look and and let me just say again guys um <laughs> if it had been his wife still no the picture good. would still be <laughs> right concerning right right, right? right right but it's not his wife yeah. it's his wife's assistant this is one of those instances, again, where the church takes a hit. This is yeah. what, what I mean when, when I say the war rages. Like, there is still a battle that is going on. And, and, and this is one of those pictures that sort of um, illustrates that there is a real battle. And sometimes yeah. people win and sometimes they don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, here's the story, though. Because, you know, when you read that, and, um, and of course, you know, when you, you come across the picture on Twitter, you're like, is this real? Like you, you right, just you want right. to make sure. Like, and, you know, him? Right. and as it turns out, it was him. Yeah. Um, and the things kind of progressed with an apology. And yeah. now he has the apology was weak. Yeah, it was like I'm I'm gonna try to be a good boy or something like that. Like that was mocking oh, to it sounds, man, that sounds the apology mo- was weak. That sounds mocking to me. Like yeah. you know, like that's not serious. Um, I don't know. I'll just give a disclaimer here really quickly and just say if you have little ones listening, you may want to occupy them elsewhere. Okay. Because I I think that for people who have not seen the picture, you'd have to understand what was what was displayed in the picture, which by the way, we'll have a link to the story in the show notes. So if you get the podcast, uh, you can go to AFR.net, you can get the podcast. We'll have a link there. Unfortunately, it does include a picture. It it is embarrassing. Um it's inappropriate. So just be careful. If you're sensitive to things like that. You might not want to see the picture. Um, But having given that disclaimer now, I will just tell you, the picture features uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. with his pants unzipped, revealing his underwear and his belly showing, okay, with his arm around another woman who was wearing a midriff top with her pants unzipped. He is holding a drink that looks to be some type of alcoholic beverage to which he gives a disclaimer saying it's just black water is what he said. I don't know if that's a different type. What like, is, is that? that a special? I don't know. Is that a summer version of black Coca-Cola? Water. You know how they have all these different, it's like cinnamon Coke. I don't know. Yeah, is that is black know. water Coke? I, no I don't idea. know what it is. Um, he said it was only used for a prop. It was a costume party. Mm. I say the apology is weak because he said his wife's assistant is pregnant and could not zip her pants. He put on a pair of old pants that he hadn't worn in a long time and could not zip his pants either. So he was mocking. Um, yeah, that's weak. That's very weak. That's I, mean, I, I. I have to say, you're looking at the picture. You're not. You're not no. knowing. You don't know all of that. And, and even if you did, it's still an inappropriate picture. And it appears that one of the things that they're depicting in this picture is sort of a display from a, a series trailer park boys. I'm not familiar with that. Me neither. Which according to Liberty University's code of conduct, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. should actually not be familiar with that either. <laughs> okay. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, and we'll also talk about the board's decision that he needed to step down. That was the right decision. 
that was the right decision. Um, all right, Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Good morning, everyone. I'm so happy to welcome you to the uh, Grace Community Church Peaceful Protest. Welcome back. <laughs> As he was called back in the day, Pastor Johnny Mack. Um, <clears throat> just, I mean, that is that is so poetic. That's yeah, that's what happens when when the Lord leads the way like you just you, you're not you're not afraid. Right. I mean, can you imagine like what what, <laughs> what really would happen if, you know, if Christians were bold like that and said, oh, okay, no, this is a this is a mostly peaceful protest. This is a peaceful <laughs> protest. Um, Like, you know, can we can't gather. We can't we can't protest. You Man. know, I mean, can you imagine? No nah, man, that's, I think that was that was yeah. pretty. That was like you know. That was good. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. That was it pretty took good. Took me back to the Mortal Kombat days when I was in high school and middle school. Oh, you can. <laughs> that's the just... wrong game. Sorry. No, really. Yes. What is it? Finish him. Yes. What was that? Finish him. That's Mortal Kombat. What was a what Street was Fighter? Oh goodness! I need to <laughs> stay in my lane. I need to do what I know. Oh. You know. <laughs> I read better than I play games in high school. Well, that's good. Stick that's a good thing. With, and look, well, it no, paid off. It has case. paid off. <laughs> you see, everybody's got to be good at what they're good at because they. You, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what boy. I love? I love. I love how you did not spare a second. Wrong game. No. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Try well, again. You know. Somebody had to be good at at that. You know, you're good at reading. (laughs) You're good at reading to stop it. You're no longer the notable exception, Mika. You can't even. Your analogies are off. Your illustrations are all wrong. Anyway, Jerry Falwell um, has agreed to take an indefinite leave of absence uh, from Liberty University. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if this is um, if this is a biblical exercise of discipline, then he will be restored. Right. Because the thing is, it's not that you want someone you're not just looking for someone to be chopped down at the knees. But you you do you do want to say, you know, you cannot have a certain standard for your students. Mm-hmm. Right. Who are enrolled at the university um, and and then a different standard for yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, the students, Liberty University's students uh, code of conduct prohibits students from consuming media that contains lewd lyrics. So this trailer park boys that they were um, dressing up as like to even know what that is. Like, and I'm not trying to sound all like pious because I think that as Christians, we know what's going on in the culture so we can be aware of things, you know, but to, to be like putting that on display as like a, I mean, worthy of costume. I I don't know. I just, I think that that is, that's definitely hypocritical. But anyway, the students can't uh, consume media that contains lewd lyrics anti-Christian messaging or sexual content, nudity, pornography, all of that um, on or off campus. Hmm. 
I was on the website and I was looking at some of the, even for like their online students, like it's amazing. Like even down to the online students, their conduct cannot rival the name and the legacy of the university or it jeopardizes them being able to complete their studies. Even if you're on, like, you don't have to be living on campus. You don't have to be a student on campus. <laughs> if you're just taking classes online and you're going to be, you're going to wow. receive any kind of degree or anything like that from Liberty University. So then here you have the president, you know. Yikes. Who has his hand. The trailer boys. His whatever. flat palm around the waist, the bare waist of wow. a woman that's not his wife. Yeah. Mm. I mean, can you imagine what no. Billy Graham would say? Can you, See, I mean, you know. Wait, you're trying to be funny, huh? Well, the Billy Graham rule, like you don't. Oh, okay, remember, like, I thought I thought you said okay. All right, never mind, never mind. No, like I, he, you, I mean, he I would not you, even be seen. With I thought you listed woman. the wrong uh, evangelist on purpose, so I could say no. Jerry Falwell Senior. Well, him too. Yes. No. Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> no, you. No, can you imagine what the dad would say too? Yes. Right, no, right, right, both. Right. But I'm. I was thinking of the. <laughs> oh, you can. I, I thought you. Uh. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Billy Graham. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. See, I miss the jokes when they're not jokes, and yeah, yeah. But that's okay. That's all right, though. Um, can, can I can I say this? And, and let me give the phone number eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. You can chime in on what we've talked about so far uh, this afternoon. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and she'll take your calls. Let me say this: higher then Liberty University's code of conduct mm-hmm. is our biblical admonition. Yeah. Right. Amen. And so what comes to mind is Ephesians chapter five, where the Bible um, implores us to be imitators of God, right? That we are not supposed to look like and act like and think like and talk like the world yes. and then try to find ways to like justify that, you know, come back and, and, and try to, you know, yeah, go yeah. on a, you know, PR cleanup. Like you don't have to do that. Like we, we have a certain set of guidelines by which the Lord um, implores us to govern ourselves. Ephesians chapter five, I'll start at verse one, uh, says, therefore be imitators of, of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved and gave himself up for us, a fragrant, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Verse three, but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you mm. as is proper among saints. Here we go. Verse four, <clears throat> excuse me. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, nor crude joking, mm-hmm. which are out of place. But instead, let there be thanksgiving for you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. And so, you know, when you look at something like that, there are things that I think Christians do that they think, you know, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, you know, this is going to be relevant in some way. Right. But I think it, it then falls flat. So I think the board had no choice. Um, there were other ministers who were saying, no, there there has to be some discipline here. Yeah. There has to be something that happens that says <clears throat> um, there is a distinction. And, yeah. I, and I would imagine that you would agree with that, Will. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what they had to do because he clearly... You know, like you, like I didn't know those rules that you brought out, you know, but um, he's a representation of not only that school, but uh, a minister of God. So, you know, I think the board had to take those steps and yeah. they did rightly, you know. And that's and, and, and I think that's always got to be what we protect most. Right. Yeah. That's the point that I was making 
with the pastor from Alabama. It's not protecting your political position. What are people going to think about you in the realm of politics? So it's not like, you know, um, as as a chancellor of a university or as a president of the university, like it's it's not that's not the position that you're trying to protect. What you're trying to protect is the fact that you bear the name Christian, mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. call yourself a Christian. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reminded we're talking about this. Was it was it Friday? I think it was Friday night with J.D. as we were um, looking at Polycarp's martyrdom. And, and, and Polycarp is like, let it be known today. I will tell you plainly, I am a Christian. Yeah. You know, this is this is moments before he's going to die. And I think it's that type of distinction that for those of us who bear that name, we've got to be willing to protect that distinction. Yeah. You know, so Amen. anyway, I think the university made the right decision. Yeah. Let's definitely. squeeze some calls and Will the Great. Where do you think we should go first? Uh, let's go to Jeanette in Louisiana. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Nick and Will. Hi. Um, Hello. About uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., what he did was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And being a child of God and a Christian, you know, we have to carry ourselves in a respectable, respectable way before God and a, and in our brothers and sisters' eyesight. Mm-hmm. And about that Black Life Matter, I don't participate in it, and I know all about it. And when I try to discuss it with my immediate family or friends or somebody, they get angry mm-hmm. about um, about that. Yeah. And we have to. We have to come out the shadow into the light and stand together as Christians. And mm-hmm. and uh, Christians need to realize and read the Bible more in order for them to learn, in order to uh, to strengthen and uh, feed their spirit. And That's not right. just going by what they did in church as a child, but come in order on. for us to grow and be a soldier, we have to read the Word and get off of baby food. Yeah. Come yes. on. Thank you oh, so much, yes. Jeanette. We appreciate you. That is that is spot on. The reading of the word of God, being steeped in the word of God will strengthen our discernment. It will help us to know things that we do not know. Being filled with the spirit of God like mm. that, man, that is not a luxury. That's a necessity. The Lord knew exactly what we would need. Right. Yes. So yes. anyway, thank you so much. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Laura in Alabama. Hi, Laura. Hello. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate y'all um, addressing the subject with Dr. Falwell. I just noticed that on uh, the news feed yesterday, and I hadn't heard anyone um, at AFA talk about it today. And I feel like it's really important in this day and age, especially for Christians, to uphold righteousness. And mm-hmm. this is Liberty University, which is supposed yeah. to be a pillar of righteousness in our uh, in our culture, in the Christian culture, in the Christian community. So um, it saddens me. I've been a part of a Christian widows group for a while because I became a widow about four years ago. Mm. And there's so many times when I hear some of those other Christian widows um, endorsing and talking about how great a movie was that I know is not appropriate for mm. us as Christians to see, let alone be telling other people to go see. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then just the other day, I was talking to a young Christian woman. Um, well, she was talking and she said, you know, I love me some Jesus, but I love me some Fifty Shades of Grey, too. And it oh, my heart that we have no desire for righteousness within the Christian community. Oh, so yeah. I'm so glad that the, the board saw that. Because mm-hmm. like you said, not only was it an inappropriate picture, inappropriate to take in the first place, inappropriate to put on public social media for mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. inappropriate what the assistant was wearing, inappropriate how he was putting his arm around her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the, the, the fact that they were 
at a costume party for this uh, extremely raunchy, from what I know, I'm like you, I'd never heard of it before, but I looked it up, extremely raunchy um, show was just not appropriate at all for someone who's supposed to be uh, an example of righteousness for our uh, Christian community at a Christian university like Liberty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, thank you so much, Laura. Laura. I appreciate it, man. You know, you touched on something with the Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, When when those books were popular and then they were going to make a movie, I think I'm getting it in the right order. That was something we talked about, you know, and I I actually had a sister who um, called in on the morning show and challenged me and saying, asking, had I read the books? Had I, I was coming out (laughs) against Fifty Shades of Grey and had I read the books? And I'm like, no. And I also have not tried cocaine. <laughs> right. Right. I, right. I also have not tried meth. And, and, and so so what's your point? You, you understand? But these are the kinds of justifications that we make. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we all like our own brand of sin. Mm-hmm. We, we, right. we all like the stuff that we like and can find the justifications for it. Look, to this to the point about the trailer park boys. So I was not familiar with this, but just so that our listeners can have some sort of idea and a little bit of background here, and then we'll go back to the phone lines. This apparently is a comedy series um, where the actors are known for setting a record for the highest number of F words in a film. Wow. All right. Like the actors in this particular Trailer Park um, Boys series, those actors are known for setting the highest record of or the highest number of F words in a film by saying that word 935 times in one movie. Wow. I don't know. Like, not. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you got 365 days in a year. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand what, right. what you're talking about. And so for that to be something that you are affiliating yourself with and allowing that to be on display, that is largely problematic. And, and, and to our sister Laura's point, we have no, we have no other recourse. Um, once the story is vetted and it is true, there's been action taken we have to talk about that. Yeah. We have to say, no, that's wrong. I mean, yeah. this, you know, again, it's not if you like your sin, you can keep it. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Jerry in Mississippi. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Will. Uh, Mika, how are you all doing? Doing good. Hello. Uh, just added to the story of Jerry Falwell Jr., I think uh, two things. Uh, number one, that type of behavior gives occasion to unbelievers uh, to reinforce what they're already thinking anyway, mm-hmm. and yep. then the fallout, you know, with the students uh, at Liberty and all that, that uh, you know, how much an effect it's going to have on them by seeing their leader, you know, uh, fall from grace like mm-hmm. that. That's, that's, that's just what I wanted to mention. Yeah, you're right You know, there. when um, our ministry leader, when Willa Great and I were in campus ministry, said that what leaders do um, in moderation, their followers will do in excess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we were always held, you know, because a lot of times people tend to fall behind their Christian liberty or hide behind it and say, well, we have liberty to do this, liberty to do that. But you always have to remember you don't want to injure the conscience of the one for whom Christ died. So yeah. the Bible says very clearly, if your brother seeing you exercise this liberty is made to stumble, then you have injured them and you're no longer walking in love. Yeah. So really whether right. or not you feel you have this certain liberty and, and you, I'm, I'm speaking of Falwell Jr. here. Let's try to squeeze in one more call, Will the Great. Okay, um, let's see. Chaz in Kansas. Hi, Chaz. Hey, good afternoon. I just want to say... Uh, I'm enjoying the show since I uh, went through Wichita not too long ago and and we uh, caught a conversation by the Black Lives Matter group. And and I must say, uh, I wish they would realize that all lives matter, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and, and what comes to me is, since I drive a semi-truck, I, I like to put messages on the back of this, on the back of the trailer white doors, you know? Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Put, you know, black, I, I put all lives matter, uh, red or yellow, black and white, they're precious in the sight. Jesus loves That's you. That's good. Amen. That's good, Chaz. We're out of time, so I, I'm sorry. I have to jump in on your comments here. We'll kind of we'll have to come back tomorrow and pick up right here. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.